Hey. Hey, Kirk. What's going on, Alan? Not much. Are we alone in this room? Uh, I feel a presence. Oh, no. I feel a presence well, this in is a this pretty, room. This is a pretty old building. It is. Maybe it could it's a, be a ghost. A ghost from the 1922 Astoria fire. It might be. Or it could be, could be. If, a if guest. You're, if, you're, if you're here, <laughs> make your presence known. Boo. Oh, oh, we knew it. It's me, Patrick, the ghost <laughs> of Astoria, Oregon. Patrick died? Oh, oh no. I died here specifically. The last time you recorded yeah. this podcast. I, <laughs> I did, and now I'm back haunting you. Oh, we, we, mur- we murdered him and buried mm, him under the oh. post office. Yep. Jig is up. That's what happens when you're on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Cops are going to come and arrest us during this episode like they did at the end of uh, Blues Brothers. Oh, God. Uh, well, how's that? No, that's not going to happen because by the time this airs, we're going to be done recording. So joke's All on right. you, ha. 5-0. Past tense. Yeah, I'm ready for the true crime spinoff where we investigate the way that you murdered me. You never killed this? <laughs> Made me a ghost. <laughs> you never killed this? We investigate our <laughs> own crime? That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, guys, Patrick Daler's back. Yes, he is. He was a guest, that mysterious person we were talking about a couple episodes ago. Patrick, it's been almost a year since you were on. Yes. Last March. Was you know who else you is were. back? Wow. Who? Kirk Klinger. Oh, and Alan Barber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah who cares about those guys? Yeah, though? that's true. I'm glad you're back. I don't. It's been a long time <laughs> since uh, I heard from you on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It's, well, you know, we're just... Trucking along. <laughs> you threw me for a loop on that one. You guys, we're so excited to have Patrick. Patrick is easily one of the best guests we've ever had, so much so that we asked him to be the third host. But uh, Remind me what episode we did. You did OCs That's and right. the Weaker Than. Oh, of course. Okay. We yep. got to yep. introduce yep. Patrick to the Weaker Than, so I'm very, right. prou- very proud of that And one. I'm eternally grateful. I really love that album. That's good. I've awesome. been listening to them and John K. Sampson a lot. Good. So then. cool. I love yeah. that. Love it. Um, cool. Well, we... So when I was asking Patrick to be back on, I said, hey, the session you're going to be on is our next mutual and listener pick but i was wrong we did those two episodes ago and last week but we're going to do it again yes just, we are just because because we can do what we and want i'm real excited for me these, too for these two we you know we tried to get uh the singer well, the singer we'll, uh, of the, of we'll the get into that a little to, bit uh, yeah. to, to, to comment because he's a local but um, well, what you, you drinking there, Alan? Well, yeah. Well, what am I drinking? Uh, I've got a Flying Embers Black Cherry Rose Hard Seltzer. I uh, got some samples at work yesterday. Yeah, so. well, that's good. Free stuff. A couple of Flying Embers in the next episode or two, probably. But, yeah, that's what I got. What do you have? Ooh, you you love this so one. So the sun was out. I had work off today, and the sun was out. So I went down to my favorite patio in town at Reach Break, and... I just bought a four-pack of their Soul, yeah. which is my favorite of yeah, theirs. I was going to say, favorite patio, yes, favorite beer. favorite patio, favorite beer. Exactly. Excellent. So, yeah. What about Patrick? you, sir? Yeah. I, I did this thing where I, I went to Dwayne's. Well, that's, yeah. that's Bridge and Tunnel, Bottle Shop and Tap Room on Dwayne, Dwayne Street in Astoria. Yes. Has to come up every episode. <laughs> almost. Yeah, of course. Almost, yeah. And I said, we probably won't talk shit about you, but we will be talking <laughs> about <laughs> you. <laughs> He uh, knows. Oh, he knows. And he I got, doesn't listen. It's fine. <laughs> I got the Vienna Lager from Bow and Arrow, and it looks like they are out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. You had them. Yes, uh, I, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but well, you um, thought it was Doe and Arrow. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the shop yes. across from Dwayne's. 
Yep. But uh, anyway, um, so we let Patrick bring us. Uh, well, we we all kind of mutually decided on this episode, yes. and then um, he's picking next week's as well. So what'd you what'd you bring to the table here, Patrick? Three rounds in a sound by Astoria's own Blind Pilot. We have, have definitely, definitely heard, heard this. One and a two and a one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Oh my god yeah. yeah! Oh my God! So I, excited! I think I've been wanting to do this this album since day one. Oh yeah, absolutely! And it has been a matter of can we get Israel Nebaker yes, on board? I, was, uh, I, I told Patrick when we were waiting for you to show up here. I said we kind of been this has been our in our back pocket because we were really holding out hope. Yeah. That we could possibly get Israel who. Uh, Far as I know, lives in town sure. most of the time. Yeah, Kirk. Um, I I got a hold of him twice. Yeah, Kirk on... reached out to him when we first started the podcast yes. and said, "Hey, sometime in the future, we yep. are going to cover your album. Uh-huh. Would you like to be on, or at least you know, at least reach out and let us know?" And then he reached out again as we were you know getting More ready recent. to do this episode. And yep. um, unfortunately, nothing, nothing. But that's okay. That's fine. He's no, a, I, he, a, he has no obligation. To no. Us. Wait, I, so did he email you back and say nothing? Please don't talk about me. <laughs> Keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, he did actually. Sorry, you're a public figure, so yeah. No, no I uh, love that. I love Israel. I've yes. I've met him at shows, and yeah. he's always such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I really actually ho- held out some hope because I'm mm-hmm. like he's such a nice guy. And I know he has a lot of pride for Astoria. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, maybe that would get him to not necessarily even be on. But I thought just if he sent some like notes of like, hey, this is what I was thinking. Or I was like, oh, that would have been amazing. But, yeah. But, but okay. Uh, along along those same lines, though, sometime in the near future, we got something cooking. Oh, really yes, special. We, we won't get into too many details. And that but, one uh, we know f- it is basically set in stone. Yes, so, so it's it's uh, it's going to put us on the map. I, yeah, a little more, <laughs> no, a little more I mean, than a little, might give us a little, a little more, more clout than we have right now. A little more legitimacy, I guess. Yeah, but. we'll we'll tell okay. you off, we'll tell you off, yeah. Mike. That patch, unless you want to be surprised as a fan, but I, I do want to hear off, Mike. I can't wait. Cool. But <laughs> I, I have a question for you guys. Speaking yeah. about. On the map. Uh, one of those famous Patrick Taylor questions. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're in Astoria. Yes. Uh, greatest little town in the world. Hell yeah. And we're talking about Astoria music. Yep. Is this the only podcast in Astoria? Oh. Uh, that talks about music. There's a Coast Community Radio show that I think also does uh, podcast episodes, but I think it's literally just recordings of the, of the, of the oh, yeah. radio episodes. The radio, so yeah. I think this might be the only... It's this is the only one that I that I, I know of. I was gonna say, like in talking to people around town, mm-hmm. no one else has been like, Oh yeah, my friend also does one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. I think I think you should capitalize on that. The only podcast in Astoria. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. The best podcast on the Oregon coast. 
There we go. Uh, oh. well, I don't know. <laughs> I know a guy named Eric who does a bird watching podcast. <gasps> In, oh. in Cana Beach. So that might be the yeah. best podcast on the Oregon well, coast. It's really we could, exciting. Well, we could say we're the best podcast in Astoria. It's true. We'll be like, what, well, is a, wait, what, what, is, what does Ackerman say about Comedy Bang Bang? It's a humanities podcast. This is Astoria's <laughs> podcast. There, there you go. go. Yep. Yeah. Astoria's I like that, actually. one true podcast. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, let's get into a Blind Pilot. Let's do it. Hey, so um, Blind Pilot was originally only Israel Nebuker yes. and Ryan Dabrowski. Uh-huh. Uh, the duo went on a bike tour in 2008. From which is pretty incredible. This is pretty incredible because they went from Bellingham, Washington, to which is almost the tippy tippy top of the United mm-hmm. States, to San Diego, California. Um, the band name came from that experience, and I have a little quote here on their Wikipedia page. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, a blind pilot is one of the scariest <laughs> things I can think of. Why did you choose that name? And he said, when Israel said, when Ryan and I came up with the name in Astoria, when we were planning our first bike tour, it seemed fitting for what we were trying to do. We hadn't heard of anyone else who had done it, and we hadn't booked that many shows. It was as if we were flying into the unknown, and we couldn't see what's going to happen. Um, they it. added some touring members who, as far as I know, became the actual permanent members because, uh, I mean, they're on yeah. the album. Yes. So, um, yes, so we are. have, uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, but yeah. Luke, Luke Itz, Itzy, 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 Itzy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. on the bass and backing vocals. We got Katie Claiborne on all the instruments, it seems like. Oh, uh, she yes. plays all the instruments. Uh, She's amazing. She is amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Dave Jorgensen on the trumpet and keys, and then Ian Christ on the vibraphone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Three Rounds uh, and a Sound was released on July 15th of 2008 on Expunged Records. I was just going to mention that uh, Luke and Katie uh, are in another band that we call. Oh, they play... I think as about as often as any band can play in Astoria. Yeah. Um, called the Hackles. Yep. And they so are good. so amazing. Fantastic. So yeah. Seen them so, at the Voodoo Room many. Oh times. yeah. They yeah. play. They play many Fort George. Fort, yeah. Sunday Voodoo night music. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bowie. All yep. over the place. So the name of the album. I thought this was really cool. I it is cool. Didn't, I didn't know this. So. Um, uh, they were asked uh, in an interview with Laist. Um, it struck me as a funny phrase when I... Oh, they were asked. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I should say the question. Why did you name the album Three Rounds and a Sound? Three Rounds of what exactly? Bo- boxing? Whiskey? <laughs> yeah. So it struck me as a funny phrase when I heard it. It eluded a lot of meanings. I like I like that. It made me think of rounds in a song, like in Row, Row, Row Your Boat. The expression is actually a traditional Chinese phrase, which I thought was apt because of the importance of the bicycle in China. People rely very heavily on them. The expression is something you say to a newlywed couple. They represent the necessities you need in life. A round bike wheel, a round clock face, a round spool of Fred, and the sound is radio. You need to have all of these essential needs met in order to get married. Um, uh, it is San Zhuang Yi Zheng, which I also probably butchered but uh yeah so uh, although the objects referenced are updated in different eras the original reference as used by blind pilot are sewing machine which is a flying man or panda brand bicycle phoenix internal or flying pigeon brand the watch uh, which is a shanghai brand and the radio which is a red light or red star brand mm-hmm. um very interesting yeah album was produced by the band yes i was gonna say <laughs> so <laughs> Nothing, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, enlightening there. No, but um, yeah. This uh, is a... See, I have. Oh, one little thing I did find that I thought was funny is when they appeared on David Letterman. He, oh yeah, he, he introduced them as Blind Spot 
and then and corrected he bl- himself. He blamed the gaffer. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. laughed. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was Did he, la- he laughed. He probably went, exactly. You got any gum? Can I chime in with a few rumors about, obviously not rumors about our friends here in town, our neighbors, our best friends, Blind Pilot, but some rumors about the information that you've covered. Yeah. I'm yeah. a ghost, so I have a lot of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You um, you, you uh, see and hear things all over this building, so. Yeah, yeah. all over the building. Um, so when I heard that name Blind Pilot, I don't remember where I heard this, if it was from one of the times that I saw Israel play or what, but it's actually not like a pilot for a plane. It's the pilot for the river, for the bar oh. pilots. Because a big part of this town of that makes is so much sense. the Columbia River, the, which is the, the bar pilots, the yeah. graveyard of the Pacific, yes. which you also haunt. Which I also <laughs> haunt. All yeah, <laughs> all those dead ghosts have gone elsewhere. But uh, the river pilot is a boat that guides boats through the sandbars so they don't crash. Yeah. Yeah. You know, actually, I don't know why I didn't put that together because I have a blind pilot T-shirt that I wear often that has a pilot boat. Incredible. On it. So, I, yeah, right? <laughs> Damn it. The other rumor, and I don't know if this is true, um, but you know that beautiful red shed out in the Columbia? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And uh-huh. there's an antenna that's been knocked over that is like the walkway out to the shed out on the oh, water. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The rumor is that this album was at least partially worked on and recorded in that shed. Yes, I believe yeah, that I read true, that. Yeah. I did read that on the Wikipedia page. They recorded it in an abandoned warehouse or barn or something. They also film uh, some music uh, music video in there, too. Oh. Uh, so Israel, like, you can, you know, if you want to, you know, step in here at any point, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, I mean, we could, we could really use your help. <laughs> oh, just giving you crap, bud. <laughs> you just call him Bud? Yeah. Best friend? Yeah. <laughs> best friend. That's why he's not coming on. Brother. He's like, Jesus. <laughs> let's, uh, Weirdos. Let's put all this yeah. jabber john all right. and listen to some let's music. Let's listen to some music. Uh, how do you guys pronounce the name of the first No track? idea. Oviedo. I mean, that's Oviedo. what I would Oh, yeah, because it's the name of a Spanish village. España. España is a Spanish villa. <laughs> sure. I'm <laughs> Quicker than you think the way in some jet lag bar They pour in the wine from over their heads and sit back down again Four times is once too much for luck And that's how many times the clock struck I wandered home saying your name Here were built cause they don't fall The cat day draws to make you feel small You might find your small soul Believe the preaching to the president The crowd cheers, his eyes get wet I'm full as it is, I'm full as it is So don't feed me more You'll be having my head big as a birthday I left all my doubts on you. So there's there's two things I love. Mm-hmm. 
drums played with brushes. Oh, mm -hmm. I was just oh yes, and, and doubled vocals. Yes. Oh my so god. Good. <laughs> what the so hell? Good. I was gonna say the exact same thing. So, so before I did research on this album, but before I knew it was named after Spanish town, uh, I definitely pronounced it Ovidu, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which sounds so stupid now. You guys, I think I always just Ovidu. I think I always just looked at it and was like, I have no idea how to pronounce that. But yeah, now you say yeah, Spanish town. It's yeah, like, those those trumpets. I'm like, oh, there's some Spanish. Yep. Uh, sure. Spanish. All right, Beirut, calm down. Calm oh. down. Oh, I love uh, Beirut. I have a story about this song. Okay. Yeah. I have insight to this song, and I want to try to make it as quick as possible. Nah, take your time. But it's probably the only song on this album that I have a story about. Our last episode was only like 40 minutes long, so we got some Perfect. time. We got some time to kill. Let's go full three hours on this one. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. uh, this really incredible show I saw at the Voodoo Room. Israel was the opener mm. for. And Alan, I don't know if you were at that show or not. I'm sure I texted you about it. But uh, basically, I had walked by the voodoo room on a day off. There's this little post-it size show poster. <laughs> and it said, Israel Nebuchadnezzar and Gregory Allen Isakov. What? I have a story about that show. Yeah. So, okay, so we all have stories. What here. year was this? Oh, I don't know. Probably, 2014, 2013? Uh, oh. Let's see. It was 2014. Yeah. Gregory yeah. Allen and, Isakov? And I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah. I'll let Patrick finish. Okay. And I'll tell you in a minute how I know what year it was. So it was, it was uh, absolutely incredible. It's I some bet. of my favorite artists of all time playing at this little yeah. tiny bar in... The town that I was living in at the time. Seriously, such a small bar. So small. <laughs> yes. The only lights. It's maybe like 30 max oxygen. Yeah. The only in. lights are beer signs. It's like there's like a Coors Light sign giving most of the light <laughs> in the bar. And it's uh, the best. So it was, you know, it was just insane. I was like, this is free. This is incredible. I was so, I couldn't believe it was happening. And uh, I'm going to go forward in the story, then I'm going to hop back. But uh, when Israel played, the place was packed and everyone got so oh, quiet. Oh, oh, oh no. Hometown hero. Uh huh. Everybody uh -huh. was totally enamored with his music. And I think everybody really loves Blind Pilot in this town. And uh, then Gregory Allen Isakov gets up on stage, who's a huge artist. Mm -hmm. yeah, and seriously. Everybody talked over him. Oh, no. Nobody, I don't think anybody knew who he was, like, oh, except for a few people. Oh, no. And so everybody showed up for Israel and then. Uh, when he came on, it was just very obvious that it's like, this is actually, we came here for our artist and this, who's this guy, you know, who's, who's the wow. much bigger artist. But when Israel played, um, he played this song and I, Israel, I hope I don't butcher your story, um, <laughs> but I'm going to say the way I recall it. And if you don't agree with it, then you can come on the show. Listen, we're really that. trying to get you on this show. Okay. Yeah, you so can, you butcher that story. You can correct it. But basically, the story I remember him telling is that he was drunk in Oviedo, and he was in love oh. with someone. Uh, he was in love with someone who didn't love him back. And, uh, you know, talking about pouring the wine from over their heads. He's in this beautiful place. All this beautiful stuff is happening. He's drunk. He calls up this person on a payphone and drunkenly sings the whole song. No. And it didn't work. It didn't get them back. Oh, man. So I really wanted to go to that show. But here's the problem. This was just a few months before Chelsea turned 21. Uh. And that's how I know what year it happened because she was only 20 years old. And uh, I remember now. Uh, didn't get to go. Oh, and we no. talk about it 
a lot. Dang. Yeah, it sucked. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. If you were there, it didn't suck. It was really great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that everyone talked over Gregory Allen Isakov because I would have had a terrible time. Yeah, yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, see to see him at Voodoo. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. I've definitely heard I've had worse crowd experiences. Sure. I've had worse. But I, I, I've had worse talk over me while yeah. on stage. So oh. yeah, <laughs> but I was just shocked, and it actually kind of made it more of a special experience because it made me realize, like, oh, this is Astoria where we support each other mm-hmm. and we love everyone sure. who is like trying to make it in this town. And we feel so much pride over this hometown band, and this is who we're here for. And like, you know, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Well, and that's the thing too. Too is that um, if you know the band or Israel himself was an asshole, it's like, do you really think they would have come out to support him like that? Like, it speaks to no, who they are as a band s- and who not- he is as a person. So, totally. like, so you know, we we're we've been joking about it, but the fact that we got radio silence from him that doesn't come off to me as well. I'm famous oh, and better than no. your podcast. It's no. to me, honestly, I think it's I'm really protective of yeah. my music That's... and the inspiration behind it. So I would rather be the one who controls that. You know mm-hmm. that that's kind of what I got. Yeah, out of I did it. not take his silence as like offensive or like he's a jerk or you know anything like that no way no i know i know better than that we're yeah. a small we're town best friends. We're, i mean he, we, someday no <laughs> he's like you're you listen you're my best friends i'll do it eventually i just uh, i don't have time right now <laughs> i'm busy right come on i'm doing my taxes it's the beginning of the it, year you know I, ju- a, I just got my w2 great so. that's a very great important point. thing you know just got my w2 from spotify <laughs> from spotify <laughs> it's, it's my like it's three dollars it's three dollars from the three million streams i got this uh-huh. year um let's move on let's track number two is called the story i heard I know it's a mutual, but so good, so freaking good. <laughs> That's illegal to say, right? I, I already said it once. No, uh, say it as much as you want. Yeah. I adore this album. Me too. So, uh, I guess we haven't really. So, I knew Blind Pilot before moving to Astoria, 
and uh, I don't know when, I guess I don't know, I think I got into them around this time when this album came out, and I actually didn't realize they were from Astoria when I moved here, and I, I don't remember the moment, I think, I think I looked up like movies and music videos that were filmed here, and I was like, wait, Blind Pilot filmed like a couple of music videos here? And I was like, wait, they're from here? Like, oh, mind blown. So, yeah. Then it was just like, made it so much better. Yeah. That I'm in the town, you know, I was like, yes, Heck I yeah. love it. So, yeah. I dig it. Uh, so, this song is about a homeless man that Israel met named Jojo. And uh, <laughs> when he, he when he saw him at the bus stop again, he said, hi, Jojo. And apparently the man was ecstatic that someone remembered him or knew you know knew his name what a sweet like a sweet sentiment of like you know poor guy you know is on the street probably getting shit from everyone and totally you know and one little one little thing like saying hi jojo like just made his day yeah it turns yeah. out they're they're people too yeah oh yeah. what it's weird <laughs> seriously i don't know oh, I, I didn't know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah right. I, lo- I love this band and i and i never th- like I've been listening to this album for years, and I just never thought to learn this stuff about him. I don't know. Totally. Well, but I think that's, like, with this podcast, that is so many, I mean, we've done big albums for me where I'm like, why did I never do this research just on my own? Uh, I didn't know the first track on that Slipknot album was named after the barcode from their first album. (laughs) (laughs) I've been listening to that since, you know, the day it came out, and it's like, I never knew that. So, yeah. Yeah, for me, I don't even. Uh, it's really hard for me to get into lyrics. Uh, I I really Same. pick apart everything that's going on with the music, but I'll listen to an album like this thousands of times. Mm. I can't even count how many times I fell asleep in Cannon Beach with this song mm. in my headphones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is such a dear album to me. But there's lyrics that I came across getting ready for this that I was like, oh my god, I never knew what the song was actually oh, about. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's an album yeah. that I still recommend to people. Like my best friend texted me the other day. He's like, uh, I think he was cleaning his house. He's like, I just need a chill album. And I was like, boom, here you go. And it's, you probably, go. it's probably because I'd been listening to it in preparation sure. of the of the episode, but still, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're looking for a chill, but not like put you to sleep album? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I kept listening to this and thinking, what was the big single? And we don't need to talk about it yet, but I realized there's so many songs on this album that could be the single, you yeah, know, that, that yeah. could have been the like hit that they released ahead of time or that they make a music video for. Um, and this for sure, I think, could have been that single. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's go to track number three, shall we? Yes, do it. Paint or Pollen. Like they were for 
a cardinal rule so, and i'm eating so during professional. <laughs> eating yeah. during recording they can't see it but alan has a steak <laughs> oh it's and surf and turf buddy loading it up <laughs> with steak sauce and it's so noisy oh my God. yeah and i like it so rare that you probably still heard it mooing <laughs> wow well this see, is like really nice restaurant music. i can't i can't yeah. imagine why israel would not want to come on <laughs> this podcast no <laughs> No, no steak, just a lot of rice. And as uh, Mitch Hedberg likes to say, I like to eat rice when I'm hungry and I want to eat 2,000 or something. <laughs> you, you didn't quite do the Mitch voice. Uh, pretty close. I, I didn't yeah. try that hard. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, uh, about the album, though, let's, let's talk about the music yeah, here, guys. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, uh, I'm already being unprofessional. We should probably get back on track. Uh, this album, it could have... I think this album could have sounded the same very easily, but each track, like it's it's a uniform sound, of course, like yes. within the genre. But yes. each track has a distinct sound for sure that makes it very memorable, and that's kind of what I was I was I was waiting for this song to kind of elaborate on what you said about how any of these tracks could have been the single, mm-hmm. and I think part of that is because they all sound different enough from one another. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. You know, it's like uh, this podcast that I was telling you about band Splain, where I'm listening to this like four hour long episode <laughs> on Weezer and they were just talking about when the Green Album came out and Rivers fought for Hashpipe to be the single oh. and it was kind of like their comeback their first comeback album they've had a lot of those uh, but oh yeah they have. <laughs> Pinkerton have, was so like panned by the critics when it first came out uh-huh, that yeah. uh, that you know it could have been very easy for the single from the first single from Green Album to be like Photograph or you know it could have been Island in the Sun but yeah. they chose Hashpipe because it was such a different sound than sure. what they were what, what fans or listeners were used to that it kind of like that's what brought them back as opposed to like photograph just be like oh yep weezer's back like you know like, it just sure. didn't have yeah, the, the impact that. I that. Sure. but it was such a different sounding song from everything else on the album that that was kind of the impact on it but you could say that about any track on this album absolutely it's like there was yeah. it, with the green album it was there was hash pipe and then everything else sounded like weezer sure yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, so uh-huh. yeah totally yeah can i tell you all the the one thing that i think really makes Blind Pilot different from their peers. You know, Blind Pilot is often, um, they're the, described as like that indie folk. Is it the extensive use of vibraphone? Ooh. Because there's no, a I lot of vibraphone like, on this album. That is a good a good thing. A lot of uh, what xylophone too, right? No, it's all it's definitely vibraphone that you're hearing. Oh. They're pretty close though, yeah. xylophones and vibraphones. That's true. But don't Any you of... dare mix up the marimba. Oh. 
No, no, no. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> I didn't know you were are... such a marimba fan. Yeah, I'm one of those ghosts oh. who plays the marimba. But, uh, <laughs> but it's on your skeleton, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, in, like in the old cartoons. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Playing the rib so, cage. So as the musical theory ghost skeleton, um, <laughs> what I think really sets Blind Pilot apart from their peers is this almost like bossa nova feel yeah. to their songwriting structures that mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of like seventh chords and minor sevenths that kind of evoke like a jazzy feel yeah. plus plus those you know brushes on the drums but I, I love that because it really makes me feel like I am somewhere special yeah as opposed to back in this time that this was big there's a bunch of people just strumming on guitars trying to be um, you know, the indie pop version of Bob Dylan. Yeah. And oh, it hasn't yeah. aged well. Mm. But personally, I think that Blind Pilot has aged really well. Yeah, well, oh, and, and, you, God, and, you, yes. and you said it when we were joking around about my steak dinner. It's like, it's, you feel like you're in a restaurant. You know, it's, it's, it's like, I am in Oviedo and I'm in some oh, like sure, restaurant sure, sure. and Blind go. Pilot is the the musicians Just that are in, that are playing while I'm having a nice like sure. Barolo or you know you know yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah or I am in uh France and I'm and this band's playing out on the street and mm-hmm. everyone's smoking cigarettes yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. eating baguettes yes so first off I'm going to like <laughs> I can't I looked up a vibraphone I can't believe I made that mistake, but no, that, yes. they're very that's 100% similar. What, what do you think? They're very similar. Xylophone's just missing the pipes. Because I've I've always been amazed watching him play mm-hmm. his vibraphone, where he's got literally two whatever hammers in each hand. Now it's mm-hmm. all right, yeah. <laughs> and he's playing Jesus, like Kirk. It's get like, with it. Shut up. <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, I I love how Patrick just said. That they aged well because if you look at, you know how old this really is, and I this could have come out this year. It's and yeah. I I wouldn't have you know because we talk a lot about albums where we're like oh this sounds like this time. You ready? Yep. You ready for me to put it in some kind of gross terms? Oh boy! Yeah. Next next year this album will have been out for fifteen years. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Almost it's almost <laughs> old enough to drive. <laughs> yep. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all getting younger, right? Sure. Mm. Why not? I freaked my wife out the other day because her ten-year high school reunion is this year. She's a young and then she's like, "When's your When's your twenty year?" I was like, "In four years." And she goes, "What?" And I'm like, "Yep." Oh my sure god! Is. Well, we want to talk. Let's just go on to the next. You're song. You're coming up on shut 30, up, 30 no, right? We're Kurt, 25. Up. We're shutting up right now. <laughs> I've been dead for years. Yes. Uh, almost a year. And I've, sh- I've shown up to all of the reunions. <laughs> God. Well, I only got one thing to say to you, Patrick. Poor boy.
I forgot I was supposed to turn it down. I've I never noticed oh. that like quiet little mandolin it's before. So literally good. just now sitting yeah. here listening to it, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Uh, yeah, it's so pretty. If there's an album that gives me goosebumps like throughout, it's this. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just his voice. I love his voice. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's just that soft. I love mm. I love six eight time. Sure. Yeah. You know, makes you sway. It's my favorite. Oh, hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, it, you're totally swaying back and forth. Yeah. Or for me, I'm swinging. You have to. So you really, have no choice but to sway. It's a really hard <laughs> album. A uh, really hard album for me to try and eat my dinner too, because all the music is too quiet, and so like clink, all you hear is clink like is clank, clink and clank. Yeah. And the, I'm pretty sure you even heard like a. Oh, I hate um, it! <laughs> oh, I hate it! I think you need to put in a content warning. Like, a la Cardi B, macaroni in a pot, can't have it. No. Oh, God. You didn't want to hear me move my rice around? Is it like anti-ASMR? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. What's, whatever the opposite of is yeah. of that. Yeah, the wrong fans are going to be into this episode. Oh, no. Um, the sickos. All we're, mi- all we're missing is a picture of our feet. Yeah. Oh. Hey, it's not too late. I got these piggies right here. All right. Some ghost piggies. Ghost um, <laughs> this song, I used to play at open mics when I was like 19 and yeah you did it was like for me for me it was just I felt like it was a good song in my range but Mm. also it is the variations on one chord yeah oh sure. and the only time it changes is in that bridge um the when I come back yeah it changes but uh I love that because I used to think that it was really cool if musicians could like play these virtuosic guitar parts and screaming these really high notes. And now what I'm impressed by is what they can do with a little bit. Oh, it's way harder Mm. to write a song with like two chords in it. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And make it sound good. And make it sound good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about um, art analysis as like an art major. One of the things we would talk about that totally changed my opinion of art is the idea of economy. And for example, like in a painting, an artist that is using economy, it's they are not using the whole canvas. In this economy? In this economy. <laughs> they're not overdoing it, right? You look at you look at a piece of art and you admire the way that they held back. Yeah. And I feel like that okay. is this band. Yeah. There's like six people on this album, but most of the time they're just adding texture and color mm-hmm. to these really Absolutely. amazing songs. Like that, man, like that mandolin that I heard. It was Absolutely. just like, dun, dun, Absolutely. Dun, dun, dun. like, yeah, it's, you know, it's just like you said last week about, uh, Alan, about like, I don't like it when bands harmonize all the time, yeah. right? Having the restraint to say, this is where this goes. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do in a band because everybody just wants to play. Well, I'm, like, a, I'm, I'm a fan of, of harmony on certain words or phrases because those are the important words and phrases. 
and it was a it was a lesson that was taught to me too when I was in like vocal jazz choir in college, and we'd have to do these scat solos. And and you know, if I were to ever learn, wait, so that's scat as in the like singing, I po- like I pooped on stage. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Solo. I was sorry. Solo. Oh, my just God. me. Sorry. I, I, no accompany. I was no accompaniment. The, no. The, the singing. But no, okay. no. Um, so if I were to ever learn lead, learn lead guitar, I'd apply it to that too. Where you know the director said you don't need to fill every space with sure. your improvisation you know it's 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 about knowing like okay if i leave a little break here then they kind of want more or you know sure. or um i don't know what i'm trying to say but you know like that so yeah i i agree you know i it's, saw uh, i you, saw a, a meme once that was like singing vibrato all the time is like just dumping ketchup on the music like, yeah you know like a hundred percent yeah uh-huh like it's fine in certain spots, mm-hmm. but if you just if you overuse it, it's just well. Then you're singing like Puccini. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna try. Come on, try it. In the moment, I can I can do it. Do it, but now's the moment. No. <laughs> Should we all go around and do our best Puccini? Well, maybe. Do it. Are you gonna start? Uh, I don't actually know Puccini, but I can do uh, Joni Mitchell. Cool. What are you gonna do? California. How was that vibrato? It was beautiful. Let's hear yours. Well, I, I, am, a, I am a classically trained singer. Oh. Yeah. So. so maybe it's not actually funny if you're good at it. Flex. I don't know. Do you want me to do it anyway? Sure. Una furtiva lagrima. There you go. I don't know what you said, but... Was that Klingon? That was Klingon. It might have been Klinger, Klingon. Klinger, Klingon. That was fun. Wow. There you go. This is this show is my, my hidden, going off my the, hidden talent. We're off the rails. We're, off the we're rails. always off the rails when Patrick's here. It's the haunting. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Israel, you're missing a good time. Here. Just a bunch of buds <laughs> missing their best bud. Aww. <laughs> Next we'll, time. We'll see you soon, best friend. Oh, yep. <laughs> now we're just creeping them out. All right. Well, the only creepy one here is the ghost. He is creepy. Specter. So weird. Fills the room. Your fault for killing me. Well, you fill the room with a weird scent. I don't know what it is. It might be rice and like sour cream (laughs) and and fajita (laughs) seasoning. Um, You know, it is our fault that we killed you, but it is your fault that you didn't move on. Yeah, move on, man. Just get over it. Got some unfinished business. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this, this, this album. Yeah, this, <laughs> this album is my unfinished business. <laughs> has to do three rounds of the sound before I move yeah, on. Yeah, well, before we do that, though, we have to get to one red thread. Let's do it.
Oh, boy. Uh, oh. I got a story for you guys. Oh, boy. Okay. It's pretty much the opposite of your uh, voodoo room story. Uh, so the first time I ever heard Blind Pilot, they were opening for the Decemberists oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. their Hazards of Love tour. Uh, I saw them in Denver. And um, so with your story, everyone was like completely silent while Israel was playing, and then they mm. talked over Gregory Allen Isaac. I see where this is going. But uh, everyone, so this was the first song, they, this is the song they opened their set with. Yeah. Everybody was still kind of milling about. Nobody was uh. showing up for Blind Pilot. So they, like, there were some latecomers, you know, coming in. Of course. And they were talking over this song until it slowed down with the man, man. oh man. Yeah. Fucking dead silence everyone wow. was just like whoa holy shit like yeah. okay guys shh, shh, no 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 no. we have to finish listening to this yeah. <laughs> it was incredible it gives me chills every time i hear this song because that's all i think about um and now i have a new reason like to to get the chills when i listen to this song because of sure. what it's about uh, and you know in my research is you know that one red thread is like destiny your fate that's what you make it um, but don't use that as an excuse for your lot in life. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's like just because there's this like thread that goes through your whole life, it's like you can change that. Yes, you know? exactly. Totally. Snip it and tie it to something else. But, so you talk hmm. about like hearing him and the qu- crowd goes cl- quiet. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I was just thinking of in this song is, of course, it's an album. There's there's uh, post-production and you know, there's... Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, you listen to Israel sing in freaking Voodoo Room. There's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's he sounds amazing live, yeah, and that's absolutely. a thing where I have heard bands. I think we've talked about this before. But it's like you hear a band live, and you're like, oh, hmm, you're not as you're not quite great. reaching that note yeah. like you do in the album. Yeah, okay. yeah no, yeah. Um, and and I think at least in my experience. The fact that that was where the crowd got quiet, myself included. I mean, I, I don't exclude myself at all from that. The fact that that's where the crowd decided to really start paying attention at that part, I think it's because the whole band drops out. It's an attention yes. getter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, where's this going to go? Because at the beginning, you're like, oh, I hear like uh, a kick drum and like uh, some brushes. I'm like, oh, it's another stomp and holler band. Yeah. Oh, I see. What yeah. you're saying. But then it's like, oh no, they no, like. No, no, no. Demanding okay. your attention with silence rather than demanding your attention by being loud. Like, and we're crazy. here. Yeah. Hey, listen yeah, yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah. Yep. Trying to get our big break. You know, it's. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't need it. Absolutely. No, absolutely not. Yeah. This is another song that I think could have been a single. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um. So we're all about halfway through. Do we want to take a break now? Or... Let's do one more quick, and then. Uh, and then we'll take a break. Cool. And then I promise I'll eat the rest of my dinner on, there the, on that break so that you don't have to hear. I'm going to bring food. <laughs> Do it. Just go get some and then come back. Go get some, yeah. Get a raw uh, Papa Murphy's pizza from down the street. Yeah. Oh. I travel pretty fast as a ghost. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you, don't have, you just go right through walls. Yeah. No problem. Cool. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Track number six is called Go On. Say it.
Right. Oh, man. So oh, this, I love this song. This, uh, this song was based on a true incident, yep. even though the story in the song itself is not. Uh, so when he was asked for his inspiration in an interview with Laced, Israel said, The inspiration came from me being really frustrated with a relationship that I was in. I felt like we were parting ways and neither of us really wanted to. She said something to me that out of context was such a reasonable, sane thing. But the way she said it really upset me. I remember thinking, my whole life after this will be different. Just because of the way she said that one thing. The story in the song is fiction, but the feeling within it is based on that moment. So I uh, I did find a little uh, kind of common thread with, with you know, what has happened to me with this song. Would it uh, be one, with, one red thread? Well, that too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with, with my wife leaving me. It's like... Are you I talking could, about I, that again? I'm sorry. Every that episode, was, that, was, Alan. that was so rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I did kind of, when I read that quote, I was like, okay, I get, I totally get that. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. So yeah. Um, all right. Well, boy, this is going to be one of our longest episodes. Yeah, Can't probably. Uh, can yeah. I say one no. negative thing? Of course. In this entire no. love fest. No, I'm gonna, okay, cool, cool, I'm cool. gonna turn this off. Yeah, yeah. No, let's <laughs> no, let's I, listen to the no, night. No, no, <laughs> Israel, you might, might want to make sure you turn this one up. Yeah. Okay, best friend. I'm sorry. No. Uh, so, I once uh, heard this really amazing songwriter on the Oregon coast, and I was like, "Hey, can we get coffee and talk about songwriting?" And the guy gave me a lot of really good advice. And one of the things that he told me was that when you write lyrics, uh, don't don't be um, cryptic don't be halfway cryptic just be all the way cryptic with your lyrics or just be all the way honest uh it's it's really not helpful when your lyrics are um, just a little bit foggy and i feel like these lyrics when i read through them are kind of an example of that of being kind of foggy where um i almost wish that israel's lyrics were more surreal Mm -hmm. or a little more honest. Like, I want to know, I I get these little glimpses of what you're talking about, or maybe that this song isn't about you, but it never goes full, like, writing the song as another person, or full... Um, completely cryptic. It's it's kind of in the middle. There. I think with our with our next album, we get a healthy heaping of both. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, mm. yeah, I, I agree. I really want to know what he means by I don't know if I... what he means by uh huh uh huh. I don't. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> or there's a lot of yes. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. No, no. I I know what you're saying though. Yeah. And, and that's good advice. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that though. Sure. I kind of like the well, muddy. Part of me. I like the. I think I like the like. Part of me. Yeah. Uh, because me... we kind of talked about this a little bit where we've talked about like trying to write our own songs. Yeah. And like. I go way too literal, mm-hmm. and it just sounds silly. Yeah, and I, uh, to a point, I'm like the ambiguity is nice because I can apply it to my own life or whatever. Totally, but yeah. sometimes I want them to do the work for me. Yeah, yeah, of course. And or like, or yeah. like, I hate movies where the ending is like, I don't know, what do you think? Yeah. I'm like, that's not what I'm watching the movie for. <laughs> sure, give me a story uh, uh, with an ending, you know. Sure. <laughs> and you could spend your whole life wondering what one of these songs is about. Like was Cobb uh, was Cobb really dreaming still at the end, or or was he awake? Yeah, uh, I just want to watch that top tip over. Like, no, just tell me, man. Yeah, just you, tell me. You could spend your whole life wondering what one of these songs is about, just to find out that possibly, uh, maybe there wasn't like a really strong <laughs> right. idea of course, like, behind like, it, oh, right? Not yeah. to not like, to harp. I on, met a guy named Jojo. Yeah, yeah. Not to harp yeah. on this this episode this Weezer episode I was listening to, but Rivers' songwriting now is way different than it was like around Pinkerton because he got so vulnerable and open mm. with Pinkerton that he got burned by the critics. And so I now see. he literally has a spreadsheet on his computer with lyrics and phrases and song titles that he likes and he's like i'm gonna pick this one and this one and this one and this one and it's like the songs mean nothing they're just empty of all feeling and it's just like no this is you guys asked for this because you hated when i got real (laughs) yep like the dadaist approach to uh, <laughs> so island multi-million in the sun dollar. was like super. It's personal. not about it's not about anybody. Oh, girlfriend was the example that they gave yeah, off of the Green album. Sure. It's like that is the most generic, like love song ever. Just like oh, girlfriend. Yeah. It's not about anybody. I really relate to that though, Alan. As as a ghost with a girlfriend. Oh, I really Aww. relate to that. Well, I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, as the mo- the only single guy in the room, fuck both of y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you're not dead. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm All right, we're going to take a break so we can talk Kirk off the I ledge. I love you. I love you all. We'll be back. <laughs> I promise. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt Foster. And I'm Trevor T. Trujillo. And we're the co-hosts of a podcast called The Nighthawks Podcast. You've never heard The Nighthawks? Oh, I've heard The Nighthawks. It's been brought to our attention by Kirk and Alan at the wonderful You've Never Heard This Podcast that The Nighthawks promos they run on their show are old. They're not new. They are not new. They are no spring chickens. No, they're not. They've been running a while. They've been around. That doesn't mean they're not working. I don't know what we're doing. No, no, not at all. But we certainly like to pretend. We try. If you love movies, then you'll love the Nighthawks podcast. It's like a book club, but for movies. And you can pick whether you do the homework or not. It won't change our conversation a bit if you don't. We hope that you'll join us talking about everything from Citizen Kane to Indiana Jones to Friday the 13th to Sunset Boulevard to the Bill and Ted trilogy. Aw, a little bit of everything, really. A little bit of everything. We have fun. We do. We have a good time. If we don't, they put leeches on us. So we hope that you will join us and enjoy 
enjoy our podcast. We can be found on just about every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Nice. You have no excuse not to find us. If you've never heard us, take this promo on You've Never Heard This as your mission. Your call to action. Your quest. Your raison d'etre. Check out the Nighthawks podcast. Enjoy. my dinner guys good you don't job. have to hear a clinking of forks or anything anymore good job so. it was good all right good dinner was it? it was good did you make it or did chelsea make it uh she made the like fajita filling and i made the rice today and good by job. made i mean i poured the rice and water into an <laughs> instant pot and let that do the cooking that works wow. couple goals yeah oh yeah fuckers it's great <laughs> Uh, guys, Kirk's still alive. So I'm still here. It's okay. No worries. Still iffy, apparently. But uh, and I'm still not. No, yeah. yeah. Well, Patrick's still gone. Don't worry. We're gonna get a hold of a necromancer before the next episode and and bring you back. Oh, can we do that? Are those real? I we'll mean, find out. I guess. Guess we'll find out. A little, mm, interesting. You know, little, uh, you know, you just dabble in some occult magic. <laughs> some right hand magic. Right I, I overheard you two right talking. Right hand path magic. Yeah, we were right talking about. We were yeah. talking about the occult yeah. and magic yes. before recording. In regards to the Mormon religion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. How you know? I've like, listened to. Yeah, yeah. We were talking podcast. about. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last podcast on the left episode Very is about how good. left hand path magic was basically how the Mormon religion yes, started. Seriously. So, anyway. Um, seriously. Anyway, yeah, back to <laughs> blind pilot. To blind pilot. <laughs> how 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 are we doing on uh, runtime so far? Holy shikes. Uh we're almost to the point where this is we're at almost an hour. Oh, you made it sound like we've been doing this but for an hour and a half. But we're only at the half. Well, a little bit more than half. All right. Well, let's get to it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, this next track, track number 7 is called Two Towns from Me. Remember the world living in the half that you cannot see. Walking along, thinning tide, and stepping into deep. Watching water thread my sleep. Would I pull from underneath? Or tie it down, wait it. That white nail driven down a hundred years ago. Feeling wheels on my old road. Feeling but for what I saw. I had a dream you. Two towns from me Got to sleep Spent the whole night running So here's a question. Yeah. <laughs> I see the giant question mark you wrote on your notes. <laughs> Had a dream you were two towns from me Got to sleep Spent the whole night running Are they running to the person Or are they running away from the person? Uh, so actually there was a A note in genius that addressed that almost exactly saying that it was am- like 
ambiguous. Figured, yeah, like yeah, it's kind of both. What do you think? It is both. I think it's both. I really do. I think I agree with the that it's kind of both. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I always listen to it as like a uh, heartbroken, you know, uh, unrequited love. Listening to this and and feeling like yeah, I would run to that person. I would just keep running. I mean, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, uh-huh. when I was big into this band, I was in like a couple of long distance relationships. Absolutely. So those Tumblr relationships. You know? Yeah. Tumblr. Can't relate. Love Can't it. relate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I find it interesting that I wrote this note down on this track because that's just the thought I had while I was listening to it. But it kind of ties into the the title of the song. So um, I just wrote down that this band is one of those unique bands to my life that has ties to both of my homes. Hmm. Let's oh. go. Oh, two tabs for me. I wasn't even like making that connection when I wrote it down because, you know, I, I got into this band back in Wyoming. Now I love them here, and this is the town that they're from. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was a cool connection. That is a cool connection. I like that. Yeah. Well, right. much like we did to uh, Patrick 10 months ago, <laughs> uh, this next track is called I Buried a Bone. Those are Patrick's bones, by the way. Yes. <laughs> they were his marimba ribs. horns i don't even want to turn it down this melody to me sounds like it's been around for decades yeah it just sounds like a timeless yeah old little jaunty tune a folk song in the truest way yeah um so the year that i moved here i went and saw the avengers okay at the astoria movie theater and um when i came out of the movie i saw a gentleman in the lobby and i was like that kind of looks like Israel Nebaker <laughs> from Blind Pilot. He probably wasn't there to watch The Avengers. He's probably there to watch some shit like Midnight in Paris or something. He probably has good taste <laughs> in movies. Um, hey, and no. uh, <laughs> so I was like, I don't think that's him, though. That was before I knew that they were, like, locals. Sure. So, I don't know. But it could be. Uh, but maybe it's not. But it could be. And I straight up, like, Google image searched him yep. in the lobby of the I've theater to make sure. And by the time I confirmed, he was gone. Oh, yeah, I've done that with Stephen Malkmus in Portland a few oh, times. Wow. Yeah, where yeah. I I figured out it was him, and then I decided I'm not gonna say anything because I respect him too much, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just gonna be happy knowing that I saw him. Are you gonna go see Pavement this year? Of course not. Mm. No, 
They're too TikTok famous for me. Mm, are they? What? They what? are. That's a, that's a thing? They are TikTok famous. I don't think we have time to get into it, but hashtag pavement on TikTok, and there's a lot of little, uh, like, Gen Zers doing dances what? To, t- to pavement songs. Well, like, cut your hair? No. Or songs deep in their catalog that, you know, okay, sorry. So this is a total derail, but think your pavement, and there's this song that you haven't played in 30 years, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, it is your number one Spotify oh, song. Oh, like how Hayloft from Mother Mother oh, suddenly yeah. became like... Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And then That's you crazy. have to play it. Now I'm lo- now I'm looking. What's what's their number one streamed song? Harness your hopes. Yeah. It's a B side. <laughs> it's a B side. Wow. Yeah, it's so weird. It's, that is weird. Yeah. So well, fuck the youths. Go see Pavement, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I am. Or is it gonna? Or is the concert just gonna be a bunch of like fourteen year olds? Maybe. Totally. Know. They're they're yeah. playing at Edgefield. So. I am seeing uh, Built to Spill tomorrow. Ooh, nice. But tomorrow? speaking of tomorrow, if Holy you want to come. Shit. But wow. speaking of. Uh, Speaking of, you know, older bands that uh, haven't released albums in a while that are really big on TikTok, we need to get a Blind Pilot TikTok dance. Oh, it's up to us. Okay. It's up to us to make the video. I can't be in it because I'm a ghost. But we need to make a Blind Pilot TikTok dance. Yeah, too. Maybe like buried, I buried a bone. Like, I don't know. Do some like yeah, shovel okay. digging. Yeah, and, yeah, sure. and then Kirk will probably put his penis in it because he you know bar- buried, a bu- buried a bone i don't think you can do that on tiktok <laughs> i'm not sure i don't have TikTok, yeah, I don't but either I, I don't think this isn't that was low hanging fruit that was low hanging fruit that was a real bad joke that low, was low, low hanging, hanging fruit. fruit both, both yeah. jokes i just made yeah for sure <laughs> jeez louise oh man let's let's uh let's categorize that uh, uh file that in things i cannot recall in your old room where we caught you Stepping through some old song You said came from where you're going A lady read it in your poem Down at the 12th Avenue Market I promise you will not forget You are going till it's gone Screen went blue before I touched you, and my ride went home. All the photos came out lonely, but we were not alone. Talking of everything we could not hold, I was stupid thinking of East Coast already. Now it's gone. I love that quote. There are things I cannot forget. I wish they hadn't happened yet. Yes. Ugh. Yep. I totally uh, get that. If, and that that kind of brings me to my point on this song is that if it weren't for the lyrics, this might be the cl- this is the closest thing to filler on the album for me, and it would have been if it wasn't for lyrics like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I could see that, but yeah. Well, you know, we're but getting love... to the end of the album, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just, sure. But, but this is yeah. It's but a I love great song. the lyrics. Yeah. Exactly. 
right. Uh, I do just want to emphasize yeah, yeah. that uh, you're you a know, ghost. I, I am a ghost. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, before you die, it talks about going to hell. Uh, so just a reminder that this song is about sex outside of marriage, yeah. which no one should ever do unless you want to go to hell. Well, well, I'm in real big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I've had sex at least once. <laughs> Ever? Ever. <laughs> okay, twice, maybe. Oh, right. thank God. <laughs> well, wow. Well, I'm still waiting. Oh, oh. you'll get there someday, bud. <laughs> that, was just, that was so patronizing. Oh, You'll get there someday. You you were like just shy of patting him on the head. When oh no, you said I that. actually was gonna reach over and pat him on the shoulder, but I can't reach. Well, you'll get there. True yeah. love waits. Yeah. How me, old, how me, old are you? Thirty. Oh, so you're the thirty year old version. Hey. <laughs> you know he's the rebellious Patrick, one. The thirty year old version ghost. Yeah. <laughs> he's the rebellious one if you think about it. Who? Patrick. Rebellious, what, in this group? In general. He's he's the one who's holding out, you know? I mean, he's yeah. wearing that denim. At Lots of tattoos. Not, at least it's not blue denim on blue denim. Oh, he's not. No, he's not. He's not, he's not the, Randall Flagg from the stand. I was going to say uh, the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do wear that to bed, though. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you wear... You wear yeah, sounds so uncomfortable. Well, I almost said that sounds so uncomfortable, but if you're a ghost, you don't feel it. Well, uh, you it, just float. It is actually the only way I can feel comfortable is a Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> little Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> bedtime. Oh, pants rolled up a little bit. Yeah, yeah okay. a few cuffs, okay. little sure. Nebraska. That's all Damn. I need. I could see that. Is this the Creed version? Yes, yeah. Let's not put these people through anymore. <laughs> let's go to track number 10. It's called The Bitter End. <laughs> Relatable. Like we said, copious amounts of vibraphone. Yes. I did not do my um, new patented uh, penultimate track, Belly Slap. Oh, did we uh, did we finally get that patented? I did. Oh, I, sweet. I, well, it's submitted. Oh, because yeah. oh, patent, patent pending. pending. Okay. Yeah. I should say patent pending. COVID's not, really pushed it back a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's patent pending, not Patton Oswalt. Oh, wow, wow, wow. 
I haven't used that one in a while. Yeah, we haven't. <laughs> that was well, a hoot. Uh, all right, last track, guys. Here we are. Titular. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's my other favorite thing now. <laughs> God. Like We've had three titular albums in a row. Yes, we really have. I like it. All right. Wow. So three rounds into the sound. What was like, that? I don't know. <laughs> three rounds into the sound. <laughs> By the blind pilots. <laughs> By the blind spots. <laughs> By the blind pilot society. Sorry. I had a little, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Stephen Brule there. Yep. <laughs> Johnny, Bran- Stephen Johnny Brangus. <laughs> yeah, Brangus. Dang hunks. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So you said you used to play Poor Boy at uh, open mics? Sure did. We did an open mic, or not an open mic. Kirk and I just played some music at Naked Winery, which is now Evoke Winery. Yes. And uh, I believe Kirk did this song. I sure did. Wow. This is one I love playing at home. Yeah. It is easily. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I was just going to say the build-up to that chorus is so perfection. Uh, so great. This is easily, easily, easily one of the greatest album closers ever. 100%. So Absolutely. good. I so mean, good. would you expect us to say anything less than that on an album that's a mutual pick that we're, we've been gu- we've been gushing <laughs> about yes. this entire time? But uh, uh, I truly mean it. Yeah. yeah. There is a uh, look up. Um, you know, I love my music videos. There's a live version of this on YouTube mm. that is phenomenal. Like, yeah. Just it's it's filmed in some little building here in town. I couldn't like figure out where it was. Huh. No, I want to figure it out. I I've been I've been kind of trying. You know, ghost around and yeah. you know. It, it looks like it's close to the Riverwalk. I can't quite tell, but it, sure. it's so good. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I do want to say uh, that I forgot to mention earlier is that we need to talk about Ryan, the drummer, mm. is also an amazing visual artist. Oh. Did the album cover for this album and the next album, 
and uh, has a lot of art around town. For oh, a I, long time, I did not know that. Uh, Neither did I. For a long time, that huge horse painting at Street 14. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's his work. Oh, cool. And uh, he's designed a lot of their concert posters. Very can't, cool. Can't talk about this band without giving him some credit. Oh, of course not. Art. No, that's, that's such awesome. a, it's a It's a great... Uh, Great album cover, and I yeah. was actually just wondering yesterday who did it, and I sh- really should have just looked. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's I, awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. He's playing with brushes. He's painting with brushes. <laughs> he likes does his it brushes. All. Dang. Do you think? Do you think he's playing with paintbrushes? Oh, I was just gonna say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, probably yeah I do think he's doing he's that. Paint. But not like artist paintbrushes, but like I paint houses paintbrushes. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Some paint rollers, I, maybe. Maybe. Well, here we are. Uh, yeah. I don't think you guys need to hear our final thoughts on the album. Yeah, I think uh, we you know. gave them to you this whole time. I've been um, wanting to do this album for since we started. I'm glad we this finally is, got to do it, and I'm yes. glad we got Patrick on yeah. here to do no, it. No, I'm us. really happy. So glad to be here. Had a guest for this one. We have uh, we have Patrick on for one more episode, so yes, it's do. exciting. Tune in next week. Um, who wants to do the play? I think we should let Patrick pick the playlist. Do it absolutely. The guest should pick. I'm going to go with Poor Boy. All right. That's a good one. Love it. Yep. I'm going to put a little Very asterisk nice. next to it so I remember which one you picked. Love that. Um, cool. You guys are great. Love thanks, you. Thanks for listening. I know you're all our friends and family and yeah. just a couple people I in like Brazil or something. But um, <laughs> it's great that you listen and that you keep listening. Nancy, I want to take this moment to oh, uh, oh, just oh, oh, let oh, you know oh, that oh, I uh, nothing I said about your pick last week was personal. Um, no, she didn't think so. Oh, that's good. I was in contact I, with her. She I really appreciate yeah, that. Was, I did take it personally. Well, you know. I were, say, oh, Patrick was the guy singing on that other track. It was me. It was me. Oh, yeah, man. Ranger Station. I'm there all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, is this the part of the podcast where I can plug? Oh, yeah. You got some plugs? Coming? Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me like a little plugs theme song? No, because uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, John Ralphio. What's his name? Ben Schwartz. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kirk, can you give me a plugs theme song? Uh, this is Patrick's plug. Wow. That was perfect. Uh, Did you yeah. hear that vibrato? It was, it was just the right amount. Just, just, just not, a, not yeah. too much ketchup. Just a little bit. Ketchup. Let's do it just again. Ready? One, two, three. This, this is Patrick's plug. plug. Wow, we clipped so hard. Did you hear that? So, uh, yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is padaler. I make pottery. You should buy my pottery when I have pottery to sell, uh, and buy my T-shirts. Sweet. That's I, a joke. I don't have t-shirts. How do you spell Daler? <laughs> uh, D-E-H-L-E-R. Uh, and, yeah, that might be important. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, make sure you uh, see the upcoming Netflix show that I'm on and buy my albums. Smash that, smash that like button. Smash that like. Smash, smash that subscribe. Yep. <laughs> Click the bell so you get notified when his new uh, videos are up. And Bing. Sweet. Thanks for coming on, man. This was fun. Absolutely. This was Thanks fun. for having me back. This Kurt, was great. Let's plug ourselves. Uh, Neverheardpot at gmail.com is go. how you email us and uh, and stuff. And then like uh, facebook.com slash neverheardpod and stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and stuff. So uh, yeah. All right. We'll see you Love next it. week and stuff. Yeah, and stuff. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>